Welcome to the Best Hour of Their Day podcast with your host, Jason Fernandez. And me, Jason Ackerman. With more than 20 years in the business, as both coaches and affiliate owners, our passion is to help create world-class affiliates and coaches by building better boxes. Welcome to the best hour of your day. Welcome back. Best hour of their day. It's been a minute. We had some time off over the holidays. You guys have gotten some great episodes out there from our trip to Austin. We've got another great trip coming up in a couple of weeks, but uh, two weeks, baby, two weeks. I mean, you know, there's really not much to talk about in the, the whole CrossFit world, though. <laughs> yeah, Bern, you know? news, so, news cycle's been slow. News yeah, so, been I mean, slow. good thing we took off. Yeah. Um, welcome to 2022, everybody. <laughs> it's like a... <laughs> It's like a bad ride that you can't get off. You're like, I'm in the middle of this ride and I can't get off. <laughs> well, you know, I think we need to talk about it. You know, I think one thing that we are very good at with best hour is staying in our lane. Our lane is coaching. Our lane is affiliate ownership. And of course there's overlap when decisions are made by home office, but right. Let's, let's, let's dig in a little bit, you know, and, and I think maybe we can kick off by saying like you and I both, are fans of Dave. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what else we would say. Like he's, he's, he's part of our history. He's, he's been part of our professional development. He's been part of our team and part of our culture. So yeah, I think it's safe to say. I also want to say, I think he's going to be okay. Dave's going to be fine either way. I I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think that is the concern is like, Oh my God, what's going to happen to Dave? Like Dave's a, Dave is a competent, resourceful human being. I think he will be just fine, whatever he decides to do. He's going to have some sort of gun sponsorship. He's going to. He probably already on. does, to be honest with you. I mean, I'm sure he does. Like, I don't You know, he shoots a lot. I don't I don't think he shoots a lot. He will. Just gonna, because. But I mean, here's what I think. If I were him or Coach Glassman, here's what I would do. And if they're listening, feel free to take this. They should start a podcast together. And go on a tour. They should do, you know, write a book together. They should have shirts that say Glassman Castro 2024. Like, you know, whether or not you believe in that and support it. But this is their opportunity to, like, really go for it. Like, I, you know, full disclosure, I was texting with Dave and I was texting with Coach Glassman. And I think that's what they should do. Like, can you imagine the number of hits they would get on a podcast? It'd be bonkers. I don't know if anybody could keep up with the conversation. Coach is hard to follow, but <laughs> well, he lost me when we had him on the yeah, show. Yeah, one text, and I'm like, "You lost me, Coach." I'm, I don't, I have no idea what you're talking about. But I mean, um, you know, especially this day and age, if you want to get some of the people like Rogan has on his podcast to talk about health and all that stuff, I mean, I, I would say you know you're you're moving away from CrossFit and more so into what he was trying to do, which is you know change healthcare and, and improve all that. This is a great avenue, for, and and who knows, maybe he's working on it, or maybe there's an NDA behind the scenes, but. I, I, th- I think that's a great idea for them. I, I mean, here, as I think, is probably the more important topic. Whatever's going to happen and whatever's going to unfold is going to unfold. And I, what I'm really hoping is that people take a second to have potentially learned a lesson from the fallout that got us here, where we're at today, you know, with, with Coach. And not be so quick to react, just withhold judgment because you don't have enough information and nobody's asking for your judgment anyway. Well, that's the, 
that's that, the, that's kind of like the, the the overarching theme is like if you have something to concern or to, to if you have a concern to voice um and it's only done via the public sphere then i think that is that falls in the category of what we've referred to many many times is that's for you that's so that you get some sort of reaction so that you look a certain way if you're really concerned you would do the professional thing and you would run that through the proper chain and nobody would ever know about it except the person who needs to know. Yeah. And you know, the people that are doing it well, I think are the people that are just posting pictures of themselves with Dave, like just giving some love to Dave and being like, Hey, we support you. You've been an integral part in our growth in the growth of this community and the company. We, we support you now. Like, like you just said, outside of that, you should probably just, you know, keep your opinions to yourself. You and I, two years ago, were two of the only people that were saying that when it came to Coach Glassman. And, and we weren't defending Coach Glassman, but we also weren't criticizing him. We were just saying, hey, chill a minute and right. let's see what's going on. And the same thing should be said here. And, you know, I did put that post up yesterday where, you know, depending on when you're listening to this a couple of days ago, you know, you were all the people that wanted to cancel Glassman. And, you know, th- that was for me. And I'm not necessarily taking a stance one way or the other, but I'm just suggesting, like, because you were so reactive then, like, don't think that how you acted then isn't impacting what's happening a year and a half, two years later. Yeah, I think it's a culture thing. It's just this weird, weird scenario. It's like the old cliche. What goes around comes around, whether you like it or not. You know, the that 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 hammer come back and hit you at some point, whether you're expecting it or not. And it, it may be five minutes and it may be five years or maybe five decades, who knows. But, but ultimately I, I listen, I think there's a place for saying that you disagree with something. I think, I don't think you, I don't necessarily think you have to sit around and, and, and just hold that in. Um, what I do think is inappropriate is anything that's malicious or anything that is, really over the top hurtful uh memes are funny let's just get that out of the way just they're it just in general they're funny there are there have been some funny memes about it. they come they're uh, like comedians they come from a place of humor so right. we understand not to take it too seriously and really funny humor is dark humor right it just is you know and but i do think that outside of that maybe just be like hey i disagree with this um the reality is like none of us have any inf- enough information to, to really have a legitimate stance either way it would purely be emotional Uh, you and i our stance on it is purely emotional but i would still at the same point recognize like i don't know anything i have i have i know as much as anybody listening to this podcast and 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 for the record we were on a phone call you know with with people that know more and we still don't know a whole lot and i think right you know i think one of the things that needs to be said is you know, we, we, you and I chatted after and we disagreed a little bit where my attitude is often like this is a business. And I think no different than coaches at an affiliate. Like they're like, oh, we should change the programming. We should open up a Sunday afternoon class like we need a worm. You know, all those things are great in theory. Let the affiliate owner, let the you know man in the arena, if you will, you know, make these decisions. And right. I, th- I think there's some of that that needs to be said when it comes to CrossFit, I think because we care so much about this and the people that are impacted by this really care about Dave and the community, I believe it's misguided to think 
you are owed an explanation. Well, I don't, I don't disagree with you there. Like nobody owes any, nobody owes you or I anything. Uh, nobody owes affiliate owners anything. And, and this was the post that I made yesterday, which is you shouldn't need to feel, you shouldn't feel the need to respond, number one. And number two, I would go back to the same thing that I said in the original. I don't, we, we shouldn't, we should name these two events like one and two, but, <laughs> but your members don't know and don't care. Yeah, I would say who do you nobody think- walked into my affiliate today and was just like, things gonna be all right. You're gonna you're gonna make it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only people that reached out to you and me directly are pretty much people on seminar staff or the box owners that we uh, yeah, a handful, with. a handful of box owners. And if somebody uh DM'd uh I don't know if as I've had a lot of DMs and text messages the last couple of days, but the question was like, you know, like I'd like to get your opinion on whether I should try to affiliate. I'm like, number one. This has nothing to do with you affiliating as it stands right now, but nothing. It shouldn't affect your decision to affiliate. It shouldn't, it shouldn't factor in at all. You either want to affiliate and be part of a CrossFit community or you don't. Um, and again, you don't have enough information. Um, and if, I mean, if we were really going to zoom out, people still need to get healthy and fit. This doesn't change that. This doesn't change anything actually. <laughs> Like it's just, it's just a distraction. It's just something that's going to cause you to spend time and resources, not on your community, not communicating. And, you know, for any box owner out there that's been knee deep in, in this whole thing, I want you to try to measure how many hours that you've been searching through social media or doing any of that stuff. Um, admittedly, I do have hours in, of that in there, but that's, I was required to be engaged in conversations about it as part of my job right um but outside of that that's four or what however many hours or 30 minutes wasted not on your member base there's no way people are only putting 30 minutes on that yeah but hours how how much better could that have like could you have followed up with a lead could you have checked in on a staff member could you have done a coach eval could you have done uh, a revamp on your annual calendar could you have written an email like you like you said and reached out to old members to have them come back who i guarantee don't know what just happened um which which of the incidents being glassman and castro do you think did have a more direct impact on affiliates i think that remains to be seen i, I don't i don't know that we know okay like I said, we about, don't know we don't know i mean we're how many days are we removed from this one two like three two three yeah two and a half yeah two and a half um yeah, I mean, if we think about, I don't know, remember what the timetable was in the original one, but it was like 30 days, you know, roughly. Um, and I don't know. We just don't know. So again, my, my whole, I really tried to reserve anything that would resemble a, a major decision without getting as much information as possible. Anytime I've done the opposite of that, it hasn't worked out well for me. Um, so that's what I think people should do. It should like now is the wait and see time. Just wait. Just sit back. Shut up. When, by the way, you don't need to go searching for the information. When it comes out, you'll know. Oh yeah, I mean, I woke <laughs> up the other day to all these texts, you know, messages from you, and I was like, I had no idea, you know. And this was actually happening before going to bed. I just you know wasn't on my phone or computer. So oh yeah, I, I just, found out the next day. I was just like, what? Yeah, I was like, huh. I guess I got to figure out what's you know what's going on but 
you know, I also think just, you know, this business is moving forward and there are going, I'm not defending the decision, but there are going to be decisions made that right. don't please everybody. It's a, I mean, multi million dollar business. One day we may see a CrossFit IPO, you know, a publicly traded stock and, and that changes things. I, I think, again, you can have two thoughts at the same time. So one of which could be the very objective, this is a business. Anybody who didn't think there were going to be significant changes in the company, that's foolish. All right. So you can not be shocked and simultaneously hold the opposite opinion of, okay, I get that, but I don't necessarily maybe think this might be the one, right? And you could hold those two thoughts simultaneously. Like, that's a real thing. This is also a real thing. And they may or may not be in conflict. And the whole point of that is, I, I think we should all use that as an exercise to take a breath and just say, does this really affect me? And the short answer is no, it doesn't. It may, to what extent we have no idea, nor do we know if it is positive or negative. It just has a feeling to it now that a lot of people are voicing. And that's fine. Um, but for the love of God, please do not make a decision on anything based on what you know right now, because you know jack shit. Plus, you just wind up looking foolish to your members if you're a box owner, right? I mean, how many boxes de-affiliated only to reaffiliate? Had they just hung tight? I mean, that, that's a mixed signal, a mixed message to your members. Well, it, we're quite literally at a point where the amount of information that we have is the equivalent of a coin toss, meaning it, the outcome of this could be bad or the outcome of this could be really good. And both of those scenarios have multiple iterations of what it would look like to get to either one of those endpoints. We don't know. It's just like, it's which my point is, is like, you don't know. There's nothing that you can do about it with the exception of the professional thing to do would be like, send whatever your, you know, grievance or um, concern or input or feedback or whatever you want to say, send it up and then move on with your day. But here's, if you're going to send it up, here, here's my here is my real recommendation. Do not just send an email that says, I think this was good or I think this was bad. Like you should probably give some actual actionable feedback on what you think the implications of that, good or bad, are going to be. Like, hey, here's my feedback based on this. I thought this was really great. This is the same thing we asked for at the end of seminars. Listen, we're, we're, give some feedback, but give an alternative idea with said feedback. If it does so happen to be negative. Don't just say, hey, that was a sh that was a shit course. Be like, what would have made it better? It's, it's the idea of drunken monkeys, right? We're yeah. not just bringing problems. And I, I think this is something that while we're spe speaking specifically on one subject and one person for affiliate owners and coaches and just anybody in everyday life, this has to be how they live their life. This is an external example of things that box owners deal with every day is, is actually the real lesson that I hope people take away from this is like, you will get many things that are, um, I have an email in my inbox right now. That's mildly annoying. I'm not even going to give the context for what the email is for me. And, well, that's every day. I just I've become I've become numb to those. Uh, Let's be honest. You've got thirteen thousand emails, so that's actually not true. So most of those have been read, but when I transferred from that to Outlook, it just 
fuck everything up in there. So, so there's a ton of stuff in there, but I don't have anything in the last year that's not read. Um, but anyway, um, the, the joke here is that Katie was looking at my inbox the other day and she had a panic attack. She's like, you have 13,000 unread emails in there. I'm like, no, I don't, but it's fine. I get, I get why you would say that. Um, but the, what I, where I was going with that is it wasn't something that needed a response immediately. And I would be a hundred percent transparent and saying that had I responded immediately, it would have not been the response that I would be happy with a month from now. I, I've gotten so much better over the years at taking a breath and not responding or responding and not sending just to make you feel better. But that was probably one of my biggest downfalls and mistakes as a box owner was just being reactive. And, you know, go back and listen to the interview with Kevin Houston that we just put up, like a lot of just being reactive, yelling at people, not, not listening, not taking a breath and trying to see it from their perspective. And, you know, I think that's important in life. Obviously the greater the impact on your day-to-day life, which by the way, this Dave Castro thing does not impact your day-to-day life. No. I mean, unless you are Dave, obviously, and then, or worked directly in that ecosystem, then it might have some impact on you. But outside of that, the reality is probably not, again, based on what we currently know, that all could change, at which point we'll both change our opinions. And I reserve the right to change my opinion once I get more information, in which I would change my opinion. Um, But as of right now, no. And I don't know about you, in my life, the one of the good things about being in the military is you get a you get a a really diverse large data set of leadership good and bad and what i will tell you about the good the 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 inverse is true of the bad and what i mean by that is everybody's probably heard the saying which is be the duck which is in leadership your job is to be cool and not freak the fuck out. And the duck analogy is like, you see a duck swimming across the water and you're like, man, look at that thing just swimming across the water, just like smooth, like little ripples in the water. But if you were to get an underwater shot of the duck, their feet are pedaling at a a million miles an hour. And that's a skill set that's honed. That's not something that most people are just born with. Like you have to be doused with stress and learn to react to stress or learn not to react to stress or learn how to react appropriately to stress. Um, and, and one of the things that I, so, and this is a great example of where I think we'll use David as an example, because a lot of people have posted stories like this is that I, there's no shortage of stories where Dave has kind of like lit somebody up. You and I both have personal stories where like Dave was unhappy with something that we had done. But I would argue that to a person, Dave had the awareness to circle back to make sure that that person understood, listen, that was in the moment because that needed to happen, but we're good. Oh yeah. We've told this story about me with him on the competition floor, losing his mind. This, this had to be, it was definitely in Carson. There was deficit handstand pushups. And I want to say it was the final workout of the weekend. So I'm sure somebody can find that out, but they, I was in charge of the competition floor. They wanted, you know how, like when you play high school soccer or sports, they have those flip thing, even like your wrestling matches will have them, you know, your flip counter. 
Yeah, like they do for the weights and when they do heavy. Uh, yeah, yeah, heavy, exactly. Heavy count, yeah. But this is before they were like nice. You know, <laughs> they were like, they were literally like it was the ones, just a notebook. <laughs> you no, know, it was like literally the ones that your your high school was, was buying. Like now Rogue probably makes them. Right. But anyway, they didn't make it out for the first heat. And Dave lost it on me. I said lost it. He was just like stern. And I responded. I was like, okay, I'll put him out next heat. I put them out next heat. Have I told this story before? Um, I want at least half that at a time. Yeah. <laughs> they, they get out on the next heat and they were just obtrusive, like cumbersome in the way. And Dave's like, Kermit, get those damn things off the floor. And I was like, okay, Dave. Yeah, and then, the number of times the Cole Kersman yelled at to do something and then immediately reversed that decision because he didn't like it anymore. I was just like, just quit counting. I'm just like, just yell at me and I'll move in which direction you're yelling. Yeah, but the point was the next morning, you know, I had an email saying thanks for, you know, dealing with my stress or a lot. I could probably dig it up, you know, allowing me to yell at you. Like, and, and, and also something you said that's true too is he also is aware of who he's talking to. Correct. Right. You know, I wasn't a volunteer in that role, meaning I was getting paid. Right. There's a very different position. Like, you're, you're in charge. Don't fuck yeah. it up. I'm, I was literally in charge of that. Now, if one of my volunteers had messed something up, he wouldn't have said a word to them. He would have yelled at me. Correct. You know, and, and that's important. You know, they're, they're volunteering. They're giving up their week. They're they're, you know, not getting paid at work, whatever is going on. He, he treats those. I mean, there's a reason every year there's a, a volunteer dinner and they want us to be there. You know, so anyone that thinks otherwise, Dave could read a room and knew who he was talking to. hundred percent. I think, I think he was always aware of that. And I think he was always acutely aware of, of when he had maybe gone a little too hard, even though it might've been warranted and would circle back with that. Like one time we were in the poop shoot at the old, at the home Depot center. And he came, he comes screaming down the, the, uh, and that, that hallway's tight, like two people maybe could stand by side by side in there. Very yeah. And, and there had been a judging snafu, um, nothing crazy, but it was noticeable. I'm not going to say what year, cause it doesn't matter. And it wasn't me. Well, it was in California. If we were in the shoot, it was in California. Yeah. yeah. Now the snafu was not me, but Dave thought it was me. Oh, I do. I do. And it, for the record, you've told yeah, this story. It wasn't told, me. And this you're pulling may, an Ackerman. You're pulling this an Ackerman. may or may not have been somebody whose name rhymed with Fonny Dorbus, but the. <laughs> Yeah, but afterwards, Dave came. And he's like, "I sorry, I didn't realize that wasn't you." I was like, "No worries." But like, he came and he was just like, "Fucking watch yourself!" And I was just like, "I don't even know what you're talking about, but I will definitely <laughs> watch myself." I was right. like, I will, "I will, I will start watching myself, and I will, I will correct whatever I'm unaware of, of that needs to be corrected." But, but he's also incredibly under a lot of stress that week. Yeah, and and if and and the reason I think people get it is because they understand where it's coming from. They understand that the the reaction to that is because there's a massive thing going on and there's a standard to which he's trying to roll this out. And the standard is perfect. And he knows it's not gonna be perfect, by the way. He's fully aware. Well, but we're going to get as close as humanly possible to perfect and it's going to look perfect on the outside. And as long as everybody just does their part, it's just like, you know, Boz is like, be ready to flex, dude. Like, there's going to be a good idea that comes out and then it's going to change immediately. So just don't worry about it. It's not your problem. Well, think about any sporting event. Like, I watch almost every UFC event. You watch, you know, football, baseball, basketball. Do you not think there's a Dave Castro there yelling at people? Like, of course there is. Like, those events are 
live. They're on TV, just like the games are. They have a billion moving parts. You know, the games, I would I would honestly go as far as saying has more moving parts. Like there's one fight happening at a time, five on a show. You know, you have five heats in an hour sometimes at the games. And then, you know, now you have the women coming out. Now you have the masters, the teens, the teams. So there's a and, 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 and not to mention maybe to a fault, there's volunteers like right. not everyone is getting paid there. So you have right. you're, you're relying on the work of volunteers to make this event run smoothly. Yeah, it's just one of those things where I mean, anybody who's had a coach of any sort has been yelled at. <laughs> you OK there, buddy? You're going to make it. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good for the record. Jay's not feeling good. Yeah. Um, something's can going you, around this house. Yeah. Can you get that virtually? Can Are you going to give that to me right now? Whatever that I'm is. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm going to okay. spread it through this. <laughs> through We've got the best mics <laughs> in the business. They should do it. Yeah. For anybody wondering why I'm drinking Coke. Coke. Yeah. Jay's giving Fern, up. Fern drinks Coke on the regular. Me, this is probably my first Coke in like three I actually years. don't. I actually don't, but I wouldn't turn one down if you gave it to me. But well, you got to go. Vanilla's like, great. I love vanilla. Oh, that's disgusting. Um, But the... But but the whole point was just like anybody who's ever played a sport is is been yelled at. Like my dad, I mean, my dad was harder on me than anybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, he would just let loose people. It would be uncomfortable sometimes. But I knew where he was coming from. And and I knew. And here's the deal. When you got it, when you get it from somebody who like that from Dave or somebody like that. And this is kind of the difference. And this is what I don't understand. I think a lot of people don't recognize about Dave with regard to good leadership it's warranted. It wasn't for no reason. Like there was the, the interaction wasn't random. It wasn't because that person was trying to be a dick is because something went wrong. Whether it was your fault or not, you might've just been the closest person there to be on the receiving end of this, you know, the, the foobar conversation. Um, so it's, and it's one of those things you're like, okay, I get it. But the point is it needs to be fixed and needs to be fixed in a hurry. Because that's the standard and everybody knows and people, you know, there's been a lot of posts about it is like the, a lot of what seminar staff is with regard to the professionalism and the efficiency and the level that is expected for people to perform stems from Dave. Oh, big time. I mean, the culture is, is certainly, there's a very military vibe to it as far as, you know, what the internship process looks like about how you grow on staff, how you move up the ranks. Um, But, but I think even what you're suggesting about, whether it's Dave or your coach or your father yelling at you, it's, it's all about kind of taking that pause between that right. moment and the reaction. Yeah. And uh, it's, you know, and just being aware, what's the scenario here? Am I being yelled at because he doesn't like me or am I being yelled at because I am in the machine that has a million, million moving parts and the ramifications of this going wrong might be well past what I understand is happening. Meaning, I might not know that my small piece has 87 other pieces attached to it that will also be screwed up if I don't correct this right now, right? So a lot of it is pure ignorance by design, I would add in many instances. It's like, it's it's the old, like you're on the need to know basis and you don't need to know, right? Right now, your job is to do your job and don't worry about anything else because right now that that is the purpose you serve and the function that you hold. Just do your job. We could talk about it later, but right now, we don't need to discuss anything. What needs to happen is do your job. And, and it's just like, hey, we can talk about it later. And again, same thing in the affiliates. Think about the number of times you've overreacted or reacted too quickly or, or just out of, out of pure emotion probably is not the best version of you. Well, and 
you know, I think that's part of the day and age we're living in. Everybody wants to be involved in everything where you're absolutely right. Whether it's what's going on at the CrossFit games or what just happened this week, you don't need to know. All you need to do is show up, turn the lights on at your box and coach some great classes and be the duck. That's what people want. That's what your members want. They want the duck. They don't want. So be the duck. Be the person who walks in and is happy all the time, regardless of the buildings burning down. You're like, this is a great, or like things are going to be fine. Everybody like we're going to be just okay. Because when shit goes bad and when shit goes really bad, people start looking around and they're like, who is going to get us out of this? And if you're freaking out, they're going to freak out. So just understand your job as an affiliate owner, whether you like it or not, is to be a leader of a community. And your job is not to react prematurely. Sometimes your job is not to react at all and just move forward with the thing that is going on and understand that there's things outside of my ecosystem that I have no control over and don't actually have any impact on what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis. So your job in that instance is be the duck. Don't worry about it. You have other things that are more pressing and more important to you and the people that are in your care, both your team and your clients. So don't react. Just move on there. You will know when it's time to react. When that thing comes down the shoot and you're like, this is now in my ecosystem. It has, it has like a literal direct impact on what it is that I'm doing. Now I can make a decision, but at that point, you'll probably have enough pieces of information to make a decision that makes sense and, and communicate it with some degree of, of competency. Thanks for checking out this episode of the best hour of their day podcast. We appreciate you listening and choosing to have us help you and your passion for coaching and affiliate ownership. You can find more episodes just like this on all podcast platforms. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach out to us on any social media platforms, or you can visit www.besthouroftheirday.com to book a call. If you found this episode helpful for you, please share it so that we can help other coaches and affiliate owners to help build a bigger and stronger CrossFit community. Thanks for listening.